You're listening to Sunset Radio, the Sailor's Radio Station. Welcome, 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 everybody. Yes, I am here on the veranda at the Cruising Yacht Club of Australia. And let me tell you, it's not the prettiest picture I've ever seen. Uh, Looking very, very dreary out there. But to open the show, I have sitting next to me one of our visitors from Queensland, Mark Bradford, Squark, how are you going? How are you? Hi, I'm Nick. going very, very well. I'm very excited uh, to have you here with me, but you're maybe not so excited about heading out there in that weather. Oh, the good news about this is we're heading to Queensland. So <laughs> heading home. That's right. Yeah, a bit of sunshine up there, I believe, so good yeah. times. Awesome. Yeah, it gets warmer as you go north. Now, there are 55, fleet, uh, 55 boats in the fleet today. There were 56. We lost one overnight because they saw the forecast. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. But, uh, but Blackjack is a beautiful yacht. Um, how long have you been sailing on Blackjack? Oh, so we've had our team running since 2008. Um, we got the Volvo 70 Telefonica a year ago, this race wow. a year ago. So this is probably about our sixth race in the boat. Yeah. Starting to get our head around it now. It's taken a bit. Uh, it's a pretty complicated boat, but yeah, good times. Good times indeed. Now they are beautiful boats. I have a bit of a thing for navy blue boats, <laughs> and I am good mates with Stacey Jackson. So I had a bit of a crush on the first, the, the RP66, and now you're on the 70. Uh, they're, they're all good looking, aren't they? Yeah, it's the same colour scheme, I think. Uh, <laughs> Peter Harburg's the same. He likes a blue boat, so yeah. I'm only allowed to buy blue boats. You're only allowed to buy blue boats, yeah. so you just got to keep your eyes out. That's right. So we'll, next time there's like a 90-footer floating around that's navy blue, Blackjack's going well, Black to have their eye on it. If you've got a it. blue boat, give us a call. We'll have a look at it. <laughs> awesome. We'll, we'll put your number up later, 1-800-SQUARK. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Brilliant. Now, what's your position on the boat today, Squark? So I skip at the boat. You skip her? Uh, yeah, so uh, you know, it's essentially a team that I've put together with Pete. Yeah. Um, it's the same group we've had largely for the whole time. Wow. Which is really handy when it gets to you know races like this because we all know our positions and know the drill. Yeah. It doesn't mean we can't make mistakes, but <laughs> maybe it'll minimise it. Maybe. Oh, really? You're, you're human, you mean? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> awesome. Now, now heading north, it's, it's the forecast is actually better than I thought. Getting out of the harbour might be a bit of a struggle, but then it's looking like the wind might, get, you know, be in your favour a little bit. Yeah. Look, I think that. Um, you know, there's a bit of doom and gloom around here, but certainly for the big boats, with this rain and the uh, storms they're forecasting this afternoon through the Hunter, yeah, we can get it on the front of one of those clouds and get a lot of miles done. So, Brilliant. Whereas a smaller boat, unfortunately, the you know the clouds blow by them and and uh, they can't sort of hang on the front. So, um, I think it'll suit the bigger boats for the first half of the race, and yeah. then, and then the back end will probably be a small boat deal. So, wow. Hopefully, we can get far enough ahead. Yeah, go Blackjack. I'll be, I'll be cheering you guys on, that's for sure. But what's next? Are you guys do, using this as a warm-up for Hobart? Are you going to be heading south? Oh, look, Australia these days, and actually most of the world <laughs> these days are concentrating on the Hobart race. It's, yeah. quite, uh, it's good, actually. I've been, I've been involved for a long time with the Hobart, and it's really got um, a lot of appeal to a lot of big names and big owners, and there's some good boats getting built at the moment with Hobart in mind. So uh, I think that Rick and the boys have set a pretty high benchmark for everyone, and yeah. a lot of people have throwing resources at trying to um, shorten those guys up. So it's, it's a good challenge. Yeah, it, it is a good challenge. Very exciting. And, um, and, and a few boats have done a few modifications for this race. Has Blackjack made any changes? Uh, not yet. We've got some uh, pretty, uh, I would call, big, big things on the go. But awesome. But uh, parts that are getting made elsewhere. And so we'll do, this is about crew work and getting out, you know, synchronicity within the group. And then the parts arrive after the Keppel race. Perfect. And uh, and we'll go and hide in the shed for a bit, but, you know, the sailing community is pretty small, so I think everyone knows <laughs> roughly yeah. what we've got going on. Oh, there's probably photos on the web already. Probably, 
Awesome. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you that. So after the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race, you are going to do Brisbane careful? Yeah, look, and that's a really tight turnaround. Um, you know, I'm from RQ and, and it's great that everyone's coming to our club, but I think starting a race on a Thursday after Oof. a race with a slow forecast like this is going to be a tight turnaround. So particularly for us, because we've got to manage going around the outside of the islands wow. at, at the finish end, whereas the 40-footers can go through the inside. Yeah. So we've got 100 miles on the back end of the race that could, could happen straight away. Yes, and, and could be a bit messy if you don't hook into those cloud fronts like you, you, like you mentioned before. But lovely to have you on the show, Mark. I Great might to have to you. let you go. Thanks. And, um, and we'll touch base with you very, very soon. Cheers, Nick. Awesome. Okay. That, was, that was Mark Bradford from Blackjack Yachting. We're going to go to a bit of a break, and then we'll be back with plenty more from here at the CYCA for the Sydney Gold Coast Yacht Race. Talk soon. Still here at the CYCA. It is a bit of a dreary morning, but nevertheless, the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Race is going to be an awesome start with 55 boats on the line. And I have here with me Michael Coxon from North Sales. How are you going, Coco? Very well. Thank you very much. It's, as you say, it doesn't look very inviting out there, but uh, <laughs> hopefully the wind will get up. Oh, it should. It should. Now, you're sailing on Perpetual Loyal today? Yes, I am. Uh, we've uh, had a team together. I've sailed with uh, Perpetual Loyal for uh, about four years now. Wow. And, um, you yeah, know, it's, it's a good team and, mm. and a lot of fun and most importantly raised a lot of money for uh, charity, for the it, Children's Hospital. It does. I heard during the week that there was uh, 500,000, over 500,000 raised. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. I, I, unfortunately, I had a commitment and couldn't attend the function, but uh, the boys said that there was over uh, half a million dollars raised for the Children's Hospital. That that's just amazing. is just brilliant. Now, what, what position do you have on the boat, Coco, besides being, you know, a knower of, of, of many things? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I guess uh, um, uh, officially I would call myself the tactician come sailing master. Yeah. So uh, I'm the, the old bloke that just keeps an eye on everything. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how many times have you done the Sydney Gold Coast race? I You've lost count? I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So there less, is a little bit of knowledge in there. Yeah, less than the Hobart race. But, less than uh, the Hobart. It, it's always, uh, um, I always enjoy the race because it gets warmer as you, as you, as you go on, which is a... A change from the Hobart. Yeah, different. As it, as you go south, it gets a lot chillier and maybe a lot rougher as well. But the conditions for this race, Coco, they're not looking too brilliant. Uh, well, for the bigger boats, it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, ours has got um, uh, for ourselves and Wild Oats. The uh, in fact, I, I, Ian Murray, who's does my role on uh, Wild Oats, and I, we just drove down to the club together. Oh, awesome! And uh, um, we're just comparing notes, and <laughs> we think it's going to be quite a, a fast race for the big oh, boats. We, we could finish uh, um, on uh, Sunday afternoon quite easily. Yeah, and how is it racing against Wild Oats? Because I know that you and Ian Murray are re- like you know best of mates. Mm-hmm. Do, is that does that add a little bit of an element to the race? Do you want to uh, well, beat him? <laughs> oh, I think we all want to beat each other. There's no question about that. Um, uh, look, it's just business as usual. I, uh, if I yeah. wasn't sailing on Perpetual Oil, I'd probably be sailing on a Wild Oats. So, yeah. so it's it just, uh, we all, uh, it's an interesting sport in that way. We all chop and change. And yeah. you, know, you put one hat on one week and another hat on the next week. And uh, you're, you're the best of mates uh, on the shore and you try your hardest to win. For, for your boat, your owner and yourself when you're on the water. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And, and you do move around quite a bit on, on other boats. You're, you're often out there sailing. How is it? Do, do you find it difficult chopping and changing from team to team or you just get in and do the job? Uh, no, it's not, it's not difficult. It, yeah. It's just normally a case of uh, marrying the personalities that work well together because yeah. uh, it's, it's like any uh, uh, well-run business. You've got a hierarchy yeah. and you've got to work it where you fit in. Mm. And it depends what role you're taking on. If you're taking a role of responsibility, you've got to step up. 
if you're uh, uh, taking a role where you've got a, just a more defined position on the boat, you just keep your mouth shut and do your job. <laughs> exactly. Now, Perpetual Loyal has been out training. They've been spotted a few times. Have, have you been out with the guys when they've been doing their... Uh, yes, I, uh, I was missed the first weekend because uh, I was in Europe, um, but uh, we went out last weekend, which was uh, very productive. It was quite a fresh weekend. We, we had up to 38 knots wow. I saw on the wind gear, so I opted not to take the boat offshore. We mm-hmm. did uh, our training inside the harbour because it was pretty gnarly swell out there, yeah. and uh, which might sound funny for a 100-footer, but it's actually... <laughs> It's actually a lot easier to sail a small boat through big seas than it is a big boat. Oh, I don't doubt that at yeah. all. Um, and really the goal was to go through our crew mechanics, familiarise everybody, reefing. Uh, we did a safety drill, um, you know, all the things to prepare you for an offshore race. And yeah. it's actually a lot of that's better actually carried out in flat water in a controlled environment where you can brief it and debrief it as you're going along. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, you've got to take it step by step when you're doing things like that. Have there been any major changes to the setup as well? Because I know you're constantly watching the. Yes, the um, the, the boat, the, this perpetual oil was new uh, for the last Hobart. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, when I say new, it was refitted. It was new, new to Anthony Bell, our current, yeah. uh, the owner of the boat. And uh, we felt we could do some more optimization to the boat. So it's been made lighter for this uh, race. It's a. Uh, uh, had a bold wow. modification. It's around going to be sailing about two tons lighter than it was in the Hobart race. Wow! Which we hope will uh, its strong point. Uh, its strong point is stronger airs, and its weak points have been the lighter conditions. So Copy. we're just trying to uh, optimise the lighter conditions, work on our weaknesses, and strengths look after themselves. Hopefully. How fantastic! Well, I can hear the the muffles going on in the background because the briefing is about to start. So yep. I might have to let you get on your way. Uh, okay. Well, I better be in there, or we uh, we don't get to start the race. <laughs> exactly. And and you need to be the knower of things. So okay. I'll, I'll let you go. But thank you so much for touching base. It was Michael Coxon from North Sales. He's the uh, sailing master on Perpetual Loyal. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, covering the CYCA Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race. We'll be right back after this break. The conditions are sounding a lot better than than what was thought, although getting out of the harbour is going to be the challenge for the boats today. There is not very much wind. In fact, there is no wind. I can say there is no wind at present, and it is bucketing down with rain. But the tide will be going out, so at least the boats may get sucked out of the harbour before heading north, and then there'll be a nice little uh, nor'wester and a few fronts that hopefully the bigger boats will hook into. It might be a bit more of a struggle for the smaller boats. There are 55 boats in the fleet today. There were 56, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, but there's now 55 that will be heading north. Uh, That's nowhere near the record, which was 86 boats in 1997. So a little bit of a history for you there. Uh, 1986 was the first Sydney Gold Coast race. And as we've heard this morning, a few people can't remember how many of them they've done. But it is a great warm up for the big race that happens at the end of the year, the, the Sydney Hobart, which does also leave from the CYCA. There are a few boats that are doing this race specifically to uh, get some experience with the CYCA. I will play an interview with the only South Australian boat a little bit later that I did yesterday. They do... Um, have a little bit to sort out today because they have uh, have had a big delivery to get around here, so they're just getting sorted, which is awesome to hear. But 384 nautical miles heading north, and as we just heard with Mark Bradford earlier uh, from Blackjack, it is a bit harder for the bigger boats because they do have to head right out around the islands before heading into our queue there. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's 
one of those races where you just have to keep pegging away. And, uh, I mean, <laughs> it will get warmer as they head north. That's always the best thing. So, um, yeah, and, and, and other news, this is the start of the six-month Blue Water Points uh, point score series which the CYCA runs so a number of boats will be doing that entire series which is why we see some of the big boats come out including Loyal and Wild Oats and also uh, Itchy Barn hopefully we'll touch base with Matt Allen a little bit later and we'll get him on here but as for now it's just me and uh, Michael Clark I can see him just over on the veranda there the Today Show have been here all morning and Michael Clark's been getting spruced quite a bit so if you want to see what's happening rather than just listening you should uh, flick on Channel 9 because they have been covering it quite a bit trying to make it interesting here in the rain and I can see Dennis as well I'm going to try and grab him for a chat in just a minute but we might go to a break and I'll see if I can go grab him for you guys uh, if you've got any requests or if you've got any questions just uh, jump on Facebook find me there, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and um, and I'll see what I can do. For the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Yacht Race, and right next to me, I have Callum Cecil, who's sailing on Victoire. Callum, how are you going this morning? I'm good. Nick, how are you? I'm going very, very well. I am. Um, I'm, I'm a bit happy that I'm actually going to be sitting here all day and not, you know, out there, maybe. <laughs> uh, the rain will clear. We'll be right. <laughs> You'll be right? That's good. That's good to hear. Now, you're in the pit on Victoire. That's correct. Have you sailed on Victoire before? Uh, I started earlier this year um, okay. through well, post-Sydney Hobart victory. I missed that one on there. But, oh. um, managed to sort of do the rest of the year and the winter series and whatnot. So, awesome. Yeah. So you're, you're familiar with the team because it sounds like Victoire's got a really a close-knit uh, team on board. Yeah, we've got a fair few new faces for this race than mm -hmm. have been before. There used to be a couple of interstate guys come on and off for the bigger races. Um, where they're trying to keep it a lot more localised now, so that's mainly how I got my Guernsey and a couple of others. Um, but yeah, really good group of guys, um, gel together really well, and hopefully we can keep the purple patch going that the boats had. Yes, that would be ideal, wouldn't it? Because Victoire did take out uh, the IRC on, uh, on last year's Sydney to Hobart, which was a fantastic achievement for that boat. But it has had quite a good record. I mean, a lot of people only know it for that Hobart win, but it's had a number of others along the way. Yeah, well, we had a victory in the winter series here through the mm. CYCA. They also won the um, Gosford Lord Howe race earlier in the year as well. So they're really in a purple patch. Um, it, with the forecast we're looking at for this race, it might be difficult to keep that going, but <laughs> we'll see how we go. We'll give it our best anyway. Yeah, I think getting out of the harbour may be the challenge of the race. Oh, I think... Monday could be a bit of a challenge too if we're still out there looking oh, at the forecast. But well, we'll fingers crossed you get home before then. Now you are in the pit. Uh, is that your usual role on the boat? or On Victoire it is. Mm -hmm. um, also on the other 52 I sail on, I do pit there too, which is why Victoire picked me up, I think, because they were, they were short of yeah. pitmen. So that's how I slotted in and it's a job that I really enjoy. Awesome. I'm and what, what do you like about pit, the organisation? I did notice as soon as you sat down, you untangled a few of my cords and I went, ah, pitman. Uh, <laughs> just housekeeping for you. <laughs> Thanks, uh, I never envisaged myself as a pitman a couple of years ago um, and then we were short one day on the 52 and I got slotted in there and found, well, everybody seemed to be happy because there were no knots or yeah. cock-ups in the whole thing. So I think then I got the job officially and I've never been allowed out since. So. Yeah, they say never do a bad job well and sometimes Pit is the toughest job on the boat, isn't it? Oh, well, you've, it's a job that you really have to either embrace or not go there at all. So I basically took the decision, if they want me there, I'll do it and I'll, <laughs> I'll do it the best I can. So that's Especially if you can jump on board on a boat like Victoire. Yeah, I mean, pitmen or pit guys are 
few and far between, I think, at the moment. Yeah. So everyone either wants to be at the back steering or up the front looking like a bowman, so the middle of the boat gets forgotten a little (laughs) bit, so that's all right, I enjoy it. Yeah, no, that's awesome, and and sometimes you're keeping those two teams together, anyway. Yeah, a lot of the time, especially in the communication sort of Mm. flow, the pitman's very important in letting the bow know what the people at the back are deciding, because they they often don't pass it forward very well, so... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's standard. I've done both the front and the back and the middle. And, uh, yeah, I think the, the pitman is definitely the, the person who stops the Chinese whispers happening. Uh, sometimes <laughs> you let a few through. <laughs> awesome. Well, you've got to have a bit of banter, especially on a long offshore like the Sydney to Gold Coast. Yeah, especially this one too. I don't think it'll be an overly quick trip, so we might have to have a few pranks and a bit of fun on the, on the way. Awesome. Well, you'll have to keep me posted on, on those pranks later. Now, for those who may not know a little bit about Victoire, um, what, what's the design of the boat? It's a Cooks and 50. Excellent. And you've got the cannon keel on board? We do. But we... you may not use it this race. I think, <laughs> I, well, we're not going to use it for the first part. We're definitely not going to use it for the last part. Negative cant. There, there might be a little bit in the middle where we do get to actually can, and that'll be the little bit of advantage we'll have over the other 50-footers and Patrice and that sort of thing. When, yeah. when we can use that, that's our, our smoking gun, I suppose you'd say. But yep. if... If you can't use it, it's a real hindrance. So, sure. Because you're paying the rating penalty for it as well. So, we need Ouch. to use it at some stage. Yes, you will use it, no doubt. I, I have faith, and I have faith that it, it, well, it's just cleared up a little bit. We'll hope that that rain just stays off for you and, and you can have a nice little start out there. But thank you so much for dropping by. That's fine. It's always a pleasure to see you, Nick. Oh, thanks, Callum, and good luck. This was uh, Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl at the CYCA for the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race. Catching up with Callum Cecil, who's the pitman on Victoire. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race coverage direct from the CYCA. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and sitting next to me, I have the one and only. Dennis, how are you going this morning? You are part of the race committee, looking a little challenging out there. Uh, challenging is, um, yeah, pretty much what it is. We've got uh, lots of rain and no wind, although uh, just looking at now, it's... Um the rain is just starting to clear a bit, and I guess that'll uh, let the wind come in. So that's what we're looking for. Indeed, that is what you're looking for. But um, it's it's looking like it might take them a little while to get out of their heads. Um, yeah, well, it's an outgoing tide, so that'll wash them out anyway. Uh, no, I think I think that by the time the race starts, we'll have um, oh, probably 10 knots of breeze, and with an outgoing tide, they'll get out pretty quickly, I think. Yeah, just as you've said 10 knots of breeze, I've started to see the Land Rover flags here starting to have a little bit of a flicker. Looks like it's filling in from the Norwest as predicted, so that's um, that's nice to see. But um, Dennis, how many of these races have you been involved with starting? Uh, too many to count. Really. <laughs> um, I've been doing a, uh, quite a bit for the CYC in the last few years, so I've um, been starting a lot of their races, um, Hobart's and the big ones, and um, Southport, yeah. the offshores. Um, Winter series, some of the summer series, so I've been pretty busy yeah. with the seaway amongst all the other stuff that I do. Indeed, and we're just go- I'm just going to follow you around now because we'll go from here up to early and then over to yeah, Fantastic. <laughs> People might start talking. <laughs> the big trip north. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, no, that's really good, but we were just having a chat off air because you're always somebody who's um, always around and always happy to have a chat to the sailors, which is just fantastic from, a, from my point of view as a sailor. And maybe from your point of view as race committee as well. Yeah, I like to talk to the sailors um, before and after the event. They've always got a, a, a few ideas about how uh, races should be run. Um, and I, I usually like to listen to them because <laughs> they've, they've, 
they quite often come up with a, a different perspective to what I see. So uh, yeah. it's all good. And if, you know, if we make a stuff up or whatever, they'll soon tell us about it. Um, and we've got to take the good with the bad. So I'm, I'm quite happy to hear it and, and talk to them. It's good. Yeah, I, I do like the way you preface that with, I usually like to listen to what <laughs> sailors have to say. Oh, uh, yeah. Occasionally you'll get some that are, get pretty angry about, about something. and <laughs> Generally, it's about their handicap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's nothing you could do about that. And um, today, there might be a few heavier boats out there uh, with canting keels and the like that will be very unhappy about their ratings. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I think once they get offshore, they'll be good, though. I, I think um, there'll be a fair bit of reaching in this race. So I think the canting keel boats will go very well. They should be all right, it's, especially seeing as the forecast is better than predicted. Now, um, so you are heading up to Airlie after this. And then are you involved with the Hobart for this year, too? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll be doing the start for that one. But uh, actually, I'm doing the Brisbane to Keppel. Oh, wow. This one. So um, uh, then Airlie, then Hamo, and then uh, Magnetic Island. So um, gosh, that's my winter done. Yeah, well, we should just put you on a boat so you can head north with them today, and then you'll be there for the Brisbane Keppel. Yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'll be there for... Before they, uh, before they get there, I think. I'm actually leaving on Monday to drive up to uh, Brisbane. Oh, perfect. Was, and, and you'll be a little bit drier. Yeah. <laughs> looking, at, looking at the forecast for the next week, it looks pretty good. Uh, I think uh, race start for the Keppel race on um, Thursday... Mm-hmm. They're predicting 26 degrees, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that sounds good. It's interesting starting a race on a Thursday. It is, actually. Um, we, start, we used to start on a, on a Friday. Uh, one of the problems is it, generally it's a lightish race. Yeah. Uh, the majority of the fleet don't get in until late Sunday. Um, and we like to do the prize giving and whatever with all the locals around, and it, it, it never works because we, we have been doing it on the Monday. So we slipped it back one day with the idea that uh, at least the locals will get involved with the boats when they arrive and, yeah. and they'll, they'll see a fair bit of it. So it looks good. That's awesome. That's really good to hear. Now, back to the, the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race. What, what is it you like about this race? Is it, you know, maybe it's the instigator of getting to head north? Or? <laughs> no, no I've, I've, done a, I've done a couple of these races as a, as a crew yeah. and it, it, it's a very tactical race. Um, listening to the weather briefing today, uh, he hit the nail on the head when he said you can go offshore with a, probably a bit more breeze, but remember you've got a lot more current. So you know, what do you do? Do you go offshore into the breeze or you go inshore and uh, get out of the current? Of, you know, and, and particularly normal um, winter mornings, you get a little westerly off the land, and if yeah. you're offshore, you'll get nothing. But if you're right on the land, you'll get the westerly. So you know, it's a real tactical nightmare. Yeah, definitely. And, and we might see them hugging the shore a little bit this morning. That breeze is filling in very nicely now. That looks better. <laughs> yeah, we might see them hugging the shore a little bit, but I'll, I'm going to be interested to follow on the tracker and, and see what they do. What would you do, Dennis? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Look, I guess, I don't know. It depends on what sort of boat you've got. If you've got a big boat, yeah, I think it'll definitely play to go offshore. But if you've mm. got the smaller boats, uh, I think you're hanging inside mm. just... Uh, play the breeze inside and get out of the current. Yeah, and play it as it comes. Because the bigger boats as, um, might be hooking into those fronts as they come through. There's two little troughs that will come through, so they might be able to hook into the front of those clouds. But we'll see what happens. It's going to be very, very, very interesting and tricky race. But um, thank you so much for touching base with me, Dennis. No problems, and we'll uh, see you again very soon. I know. We're, we're going to get... the tropics. <laughs> exactly. A little bit warmer. <laughs> I am a bit, I'm a bit chilly out on this veranda here. But, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to catching you up there. Do you know... Um, that um, we might even have a tan in a month or so. 
sorry, have a... A tan. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be sick of each other's voices, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl for the CYCA Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Race. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, broadcasting live from the CYCA for the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Yacht Race. Very, very excited that you can join me here for what is going to be a very tricky race. I'm bringing you a stack of interviews this morning before I'll be heading out on the media boat to hopefully do some commentary of the start. It could be a little bit interesting because it'll just be me and uh, potentially not very much wind, but it's looking like a downwind start and, uh, and oh, I mean, a bit of a struggle to get out of the harbour. We'll just have to see what happens. But I've already caught up with some fantastic sailors. Michael Coxon, uh, who will be sailing on Perpetual Loyal. He is the sailing master on that boat. Great to hear about the modifications that they've done, lightening the load by up to two tonnes. So it'll be really great to see how they match up against a Wild Oats. I do also have an interview with Rico uh, planned, so we'll, we'll hear what Wild Oats has to say about the modifications that Loyal has done. And it sounds like they've also done some changes too, so you'll definitely have to keep tabs on that. We've also heard from Callum Cecil, who is in the pit on uh, Victoire. Victoire took out the Sydney to Hobart race last year, so a great tight-knit team there. And great to hear about a few different jobs other than just from the skippers. The pit really can be quite a, a high high-paced and high-pressure position, shall we say, dealing with the back of the boat and the and the front of the boat. Well, as an intermediate trip, at least. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. And we will hear very shortly also from our only South Australian entry. We did hear from Mark Bradford Squark earlier. He's on blackjack yachting. It'll be great to see how that navy blue boat goes. I do have a thing for navy blue boats, as you may know if you've listened regularly. But uh, yeah, good to hear about blackjack. And we just spoke to Dennis, who's part of the race committee. I'm sure you all know Dennis. He has a great voice for radio doesn't he he um he will be heading north with the sailors as well to start the brisbane keffel and also then to head on to early hamo and magnetic island so he has a bit up in front and he's done quite a number of gold coast race himself and the interesting talk of the strategy today is going to be to see whether the boats stay inshore or whether they head offshore, because we do have the breeze versus current issue, especially with this this little westerly that's starting to fill in now. It's looking a lot prettier than it was earlier on, I have to say. It was quite glassy when I got here and absolutely torrential, but the rain is starting to lighten off and we're, um, we're starting to see a little bit of breeze filling in. But, um, yeah, the sailors have pretty much been in their wet weather gear since they got down here this morning. So, ooh, uh, might be a little bit of a wet one, but at least they're heading north into um, some warmer waters, and, and we'll see what's happening up there. But, yeah, plenty more coming here from the broadcast of my broadcast, Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl for Sunset Radio. We are broadcasting for the CYCA Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast yacht race and plenty more action coming your way don't you worry about that we'll touch base with the south australian boat and rico very very soon but i'm also going to try and, and grab some of the guys from yeah baby this is nick douglas adventures of a sailor girl and we're here live for the cyca land rover sydney to gold coast race awesome to have you with me and awesome on the line we have darren twirler jones darren how are you going Hi, Nick. I'm good, thanks. I'm not so sure about this weather, but, yeah, I'm fine, definitely. <laughs> uh, it's awesome to touch base with you. I, um, I, I missed you yesterday, but you've headed up from South Australia, your, your new home, to um, enjoy this glamorous weather that we've put on for you. Oh, I know. I'm sure I didn't bring it with me, but uh, <laughs> nonetheless, 
<laughs> no, hopefully, no. Uh, hopefully we can get up the coast a little bit quickly today, than, quicker than we think, and uh, get out of it. Indeed. I, I hope you're able to do that because you are on the lovely boat Patrice, aren't you? Yeah, I am on that for this uh, for this event. First, uh, first regatta of the uh, first uh, race of the Blue Water Series, I should say, which uh, we plan on competing all through the Sydney Hobart race. Fantastic! Um, so it's exciting. It'll be good. It is really, really exciting. Now you're um, you're in charge of tactics on this boat, Twella. Yeah, correct. It's uh, it's been a um, interesting look at uh, the weather over the past uh, you know week or two. I've actually only just got back from uh, Santa Barbara. Mm. Uh, in the USA from a far 40 again a couple of days ago. So um, we've uh, over there I've even been uh, studying and looking and whatnot. And it's changing a little bit as we go along. It's uh, probably got, you know, it's sort of been getting good, bad, indifferent. But um, the only thing that hasn't changed is the rain, but never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but at least if there's a little bit of wind, you can handle the rain twirler. Yeah. This morning when I got here, there was zero breeze and it was absolutely torrential. So um, now I'm happy to report that it's uh, the breeze is filling in nicely, maybe maybe eight knots out on the harbour, which is better than nothing. Yeah, well, that'd be nice. So I'm thinking at the moment still it could be a little struggle to get out the harbour and up the track and settle into a bit of a race pattern. Um, you know, and we'll probably see drops at this rain leaves as the day goes on. Probably by the start, you know, it'll be reasonably dry or at least just spitting. Yeah. And then, um, you know, potentially tonight and whatnot as the southwester fills through, maybe a couple of rain squalls and stuff. But as long as it brings wind with it, I'm more than happy to cop the rain. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree with that. There's nothing worse than the rain running down the back of your neck. It's much better when it's hitting your face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're crazy, aren't we, Twella? Oh, <laughs> uh, God, nothing worse than that rain down the neck is for sure. Ooh, disgusting. <laughs> no, we don't want that. Now, for people who might be listening who don't know about Patrice, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about the boat? Yeah, Patrice is a uh, Kerr 46. Um, it's built by McConaughey Yachts in, uh, in China, mm-hmm. owned by uh, a local Sydney uh, uh, businessman, Tony Kirby. Perfect. And um, it's just on 12 months old now. Uh, did most of last year, Sydney Hobart race, etc. It was probably a little bit early in its time uh, for that race and they actually didn't... Uh... I've lost you for a second there, Twirla. Unfortunately. Twirla, come back to me. <laughs> I am calling him on a mobile because he is on his way to the CYCA right now. We might go to a little break and we'll come back and see if we can get Twella back on the line for you guys. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and this is the Land Rover Sydney to Gold Coast race coverage direct from the CYCA. Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and we're at the CYCA for the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race coverage. And I'd love to say that I held Twirla over the line, but I didn't. I lost him. But now you're back, aren't you, Twirla? <laughs> You're back, aren't you now? Well, Hi, I am back. You're back. You're good. I was like, maybe he isn't back. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, we were just chatting about how uh, it may have been a little bit early last Hobart for um, for Patrice to show to show her potential, essentially. But now you're. Going... They did. They. Yeah. Yeah, they did pull out a bit early. They were going very well. I didn't actually do the Hobart race with them last year. Yeah. Uh, but they were going very well. They had some uh, minor issues which forced them to retire. But, um, 
it's like anything, isn't it? You sort of first time round, only makes you stronger for the second. Exactly. And now you're going to do the Sydney Gold Coast race, and then all the way through the Blue Water Point Series. But you're also heading up to Airlie as well, so there's plenty of potential coming. Yeah, we are. It's actually a testing stage for this uh, this boat. We've made a, a few small changes, um, some sail area changes, uh, small displacement changes, and whatnot. And um, after the Southport race, we'll go on and do Brisbane Capital and then uh, up to do Airly Beach, which is probably going to be the big test because we'll be able to line up against some 50-footers and itchy yeah. barns and, and whatnot, you know, to give it a real good test on the Winwood Leward course. Certainly. And, and and I was going to ask you, so you are competing with, with Itchy Barn and there's also Victoire, the, the, the Cooks and 50. Are they the sort of boats that you're measuring yourself against when you're heading off on this it, race? Yeah, there is. For us, it's a, it's a you know, offshore race you don't really get to tell a lot but it's always nice to, to pick out some of the 50 footers this whole bracket of 45 to 60 foot yeah. is actually really competitive and uh for us being on the smaller side of things it's a real good push um i suppose uh in the way the tour de france you know where you might yeah. be uh drafting off a better guy or whatnot you know we sort of try and do the same thing and that's just sort of you know, helps us try and find the uh, the level and the, um, the, the the extent to which we can go. Definitely, I think it's always better to you know have a higher bar as well. It pushes you along, um, and 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 that's no doubt going to show for Patrice when you come to do the Hobart next year or well, this year. <laughs> yeah, for sure, definitely. I mean, we've got we've probably got uh, you know with the, starting from now through the Hobart race, we're probably going to be doing you know, close to 1,500, 2,000 miles of inshore and offshore racing wow. between now and the Hobart race. So hopefully between, uh, you know, it'll just give us the best chance and the best opportunity, you know, come uh, December 26, which is, uh, you know, the goal for, for Tony ultimately, you know, one to win the Blue Water, but, uh, but the big one, I suppose, for everyone in this country especially is to try and knock that uh, Sydney Hobart Tattersall's Cup off, Jill. Yeah. And have you ever knocked a Tattersall's Cup off, Twirler? I know it's been a little while since you've done the Hobart, and I think last time you did it you said you'd never do it again. But here you are. Patrice, <laughs> must, be a, a be <laughs> Patrice must be a beautiful boat for you to be considering heading south. <laughs> it is a nice boat. It's a really nice boat, really good team. Um, you know, Tony does a great job, and uh, I think that by the time we get to Hobart, you know, we'll be with a good show. It's a difficult race, Sydney Hobart. You know, the weather throws everything at you. You don't know what's going to happen by the time you hit Tasman and, and, and Storm Bay and, and, and Iron Pot and the Derwent, you know, depending on the timing of the day and, you know, uh, 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 wind shuts out of a night time, et cetera, et cetera. So it is a little bit of a luck of the draw, but, you know, the same, in saying that, you want to give yourself the best chance opportunity chance possible to take every opportunity that comes along in that race. Yeah, I was going to say, that's one of my favourite quotes, is that luck is a, pref is a combination of preparation and opportunity, and it sounds like you guys are giving yourselves every shot um, to take those opportunities. Yeah, well, <laughs> you say I you, hope well. so. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Now, Sydney Gold Coast race, have you done many of these uh, these little ones, Twirler? When, when we say... Yeah, in the day, yeah. Yeah, in the day, back when I was a little bit uh, younger, sort of on the old one-tonners and this and that. And I've done plenty, you know, in the past. Like, I don't know, I might have done 15 or so of these races over the years, maybe yeah. 20 even, but um, not for a little while. But, uh, you know, it's just like riding a bike. Um, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. You know, as a general rule of thumb, it is pretty much a downwind-reaching sort of race this time of the year and can be quite good fun.
Yeah. Um, yeah as, long as, you, as long as you rug up and keep the woolies on, you're all good. Oh, brilliant. That's awesome to hear. Well, um, I, I'm, I'm wishing you all the best and I will be following your path and hopefully I'll get to catch up with you up at early as well. But you should come give me a hug on the veranda when you rec- actually drag yourself um, down to the club toilet. <laughs> Yeah, no problems, I promise. <laughs> awesome. That sounds really good. That was da- that was Darren Twiller-Jones. He's uh, sailing on Patrice, a beautiful yacht. And my name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl. Hey, Twiller, before you go, the song that I'm going to play for you now as as um, as we lead out is one of your faves. Oh, that must be, um, 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 I'm not thinking about music. Stolen, stolen, <laughs> stolen dance? <laughs> Stop and dance, milky jazz. Here you go, buddy. I haven't, heard that, I haven't heard that for a while. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am live at the CYCA. Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl for the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Race. And look who's dropped in sitting next to me, none other than Matt Allen. Matt, how are you going? Yeah, I'm really well, Nick, and uh, great to be here sort of face-to-face rather I than know. on the other end of the phone with I you. I know. We've always done phone interviews. I just mentioned, um, mm. you know, it's nice to have you here and it's nice to be here at the CYCA because usually I'm broadcasting from a bit of a remote location. So Yeah, I wish you'd organise some better weather, but anyway, <laughs> it's going to get a bit better later on this afternoon, I think. Yeah, hopefully, and I, I hope you don't blame me for the rain. But, yeah, no, it's, um, it's looking still like a hive of activity. I did mention just before that everyone... Looks like they rolled out of bed and put their wet weather gear on. I think that was the only way to play it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep dry at this, at this stage of the race, or well before the race, there's always a bit of a challenge when it's raining. Yeah. But yeah, there's not as much activity on the dock. I think people are trying to keep dry, but I think the coffee counter is going pretty well. Yeah, they're going to make a roaring trade today, no doubt. Yeah. Now, you are heading north on Ichiban, your, your beautiful boat. Um, and I mean, you've done a, a few of these Gold Coast races now, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I, look, it's funny, isn't it? People keep track of the Rolex Sydney to Hobart races, yeah. but I, I can't remember how many Gold Coast races I've done, so I need to go go back and check the files. But, uh, I know. But I, I haven't done it for a few years, so I'm really looking forward to it, and we've made some you know changes to the boat over the last month or so. Awesome. We've just sort of lightened the bulb a little bit, moved it aft a little bit, and the boat seems to be performing a lot better downwind, and... You know, given this race is going to be largely downwind, you know, hopefully that all goes well. Hopefully that'll help. It sounds like you guys and also um, Loyal and Oats have made a few modifications in the last month. So it'll be interesting to see how they all play out against each other too. Yeah, it will be interesting. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of scuttlebutt going on and there's a lot of uh, bit of bravado and (laughs) talk it up cup. It's all happening out there. But it's, you know, um, it's actually nice at, you know, at one o'clock and afterwards, you know, people can talk with the performance of their boats rather than just sort of talk it up along the dock. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and, and it'll be good to see how you guys line up. It's, it's looking like a bit of a, a split strategy as well, whether you stay close to the shore or whether you head off. So um, I'm not sure whether you're willing to talk about that, but it will be interesting as a spectator to watch what's happening. Yeah, it will be a bit tricky, I think, and it probably depends on where you are in the fleet, where you're actually going to end up. And, yeah. You know, we're hoping that we'll be able to stay in the breeze and have re- reasonably good sailing conditions, but certainly there's a there's a sort of a cutoff point a bit lower than us where you might struggle to do that, and yeah. certainly the smaller boats will end up out of that. So, you know, it looks like a sort of a big to medium size race, you know, in mm. terms of overall honours, but, you know, it's a race within division, so it's uh, exciting for everybody. Very, very exciting, and it'll be good to see how you guys go. Uh, but your team, I mean, I know that you haven't done this race for a while, but you've got a pretty solid team working together at the moment. How's that all going? Yeah, the team's going really well. I mean, we've reduced crew numbers a bit for this race, so we, sure. we, we raced to Hobart with 18, which we felt was probably, you know, would have been good upwind, but, you know, it was a bit heavy for the boat probably, so we've backed it off to 13, so it's quite wow. a big, quite a 
big difference. And, yeah. um, and I think, so that's, that's the first point. I think the, the, the second point is really that the team is, you know, really the same team that we've yeah. been together. It, it's sort of part of the really old Itchy Barn, then Loki, <laughs> and then back to Itchy Barn yeah. program. And then um, the only difference we've got is Will Oxley went off and got a gig in the Volvo Ocean oh, Race. How dare he? Which is a bit, you know... <laughs> So last time I ever talked to Will. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, so we've got Adrian Kahalan um, stepping in, and you know, th- which is great. And so, uh, you know, I've actually only sailed a couple of times with her, so it's a great experience to sail some more with her and yeah. get her experience on board the boat. Well, no doubt she's, a, she's a, got so much going on, um, and, and you'll probably all learn from her along the way. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Uh, we haven't quite got the gender balance right on our <laughs> boat, but at least we've made one small step towards it. Yeah. I'm sure that it will happen for yeah. you, but what <laughs> I might do, Matt, if it's okay, I might hold you over the line and uh, over this song, and we'll come back and um, we'll talk a little bit about solace, because I know that's a cause that's close to your heart, and it's close to mine as well, and I think it's worthy of a, of a, of a decent chat. Terrific. Is that okay? Yeah, Excellent. Sure. We'll be right back, guys. This is Nick Douglas Adventure. Adventures of a Sailor Girl with Matt Allen at the CYCA for the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Yacht Race coverage. We'll be back right back after this awesome centerfold. Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl here, live from the CYCA for the Land Rover Sydney to Gold Coast Yacht Race. And sitting next to me, I have Matt Allen. He stayed with me over that song. Awesome song, Centerfold. And, um, and we're enjoying being undercover, <laughs> even, though, <laughs> even though the rain has cleared up a little bit, Matt. Yeah, no, it's looking better, and I think it's just going to get better and better. Um, hopefully the rain, by <laughs> sort of, you know, it, the evening time will go away, I think, but it's probably going to take a while to yeah. totally clear. We'll see what happens. But yeah, we've just had a big chat about the race in Ichiban and, and everything that's coming up for you guys. But I wanted to keep you over the, over the song so that we could chat a bit about Solace because everything's been going really well for Solace as well. Yeah, I, I think the thing about Solace or Safety of Life at Sea, mm. you know, is that we, we are operating more and more as a national charity. And we've made donations uh, recently in Western Australia, South Australia and Queensland. And we're working with Marine Rescue New South Wales on a on a, a huge improvement on the uh, VHF network and aerial farms that'll really improve safety right across the coast of New South Wales. So that's something that we've been working for um, over a year on, and it's it's complicated because you've got to deal with Telstra, Marine Rescue, Parks and Wildlife, and so we're behind the scenes trying to make sure that the the whole network of um, you know, VHF coverage yeah. goes right across from base, basically Tasmania to wow. into sort of southern Queensland. So, yeah. so it's a big project and it requires, um, but it's a great thing to be involved in. And you know, we're um, not far from uh, getting. We're at about almost nine hundred thousand dollars that we've yeah. donated so far. That's unbelievable. So we can't wait. <laughs> can't wait till we get to the million dollar mark, and that might be my time to retire as chairman. Yeah. But, <laughs> but wouldn't that be an amazing legacy to leave behind? I mean, a million dollars donated to help people and help organisations with um, with something that's very close to your heart. Yeah, and I think the great thing is that it really helps the whole community. It's mm. not, you know, it helps the sailing community firstly, but it helps people in, you know, um, bushwalkers, yeah. you know, people who have car accidents and need to be, you know, lifted out by helicopters. Yeah. You know, it helps fishermen, it helps, you know, recreational boaters. So, you know, Solus really touches, you know, the whole community mm. and... And, and operating nationally, you know, really 
from the foundations of the Cruising Yacht Club of Australia, you know, it really is great that we can help people right across the, the country. Indeed, and, and, so, and a sport like sailing can really affect, I mean, it's something that's such a community-based thing, I mean, yeah. is, is also helping so many other communities. Yeah, absolutely. And what we'd like to do, and we've sort of, you know, we've made progress, but we'd like to make more progress on this, is to really make it the Yacht Club charity of choice right across wow. Australia and we're getting a lot more support from other yacht clubs now mm. um, it, but it takes a while for things to change and you know often yacht clubs have a favourite charity but we'd like other yacht clubs to think that you know this is something that money that goes back into the boating community and the entire community. Definitely and, and hopefully if there's any yacht clubs out there that might be listening they're, um, they're always welcome to get in touch with you via the CYCA website. So um. very, very welcome as always <laughs> but not only for donations but also for yeah. search and rescue organisations, you know, needing to buy capital equipment, you know, it doesn't really matter what they want to look at or yeah. or talk to us about or a fundraising event that they want to have at their, their club, you know, any of those things. That would yeah, be amazing. Feel free to make contact with us. Yeah, brilliant. And, um, and I mean, I've, the last time I spoke to you, just donated, I mean, some people don't realise the, where the money goes, but you've donated things for uh, money for night vision goggles. I mean, there's a number of different things that you're donating for. Yeah, I mean, we, we recently uh, donated money um, up in Brisbane to the Volunteer Marine Rescue Group there for um, thermal imaging cameras and oh, wow. actually saved two lives wow. quite recently, you know, because, you know, those and the night vision goggles are really, you know, to, you know, they're expensive technology, yeah. but the technology is terrific for finding yeah. people and, and improving the safety of the air crews as well. You mm. know, the night vision goggles, I mean, how you would operate a helicopter at night without them yeah. is beyond me. I mean, they're just, they're, they're fascinating things and mm. they really only become available outside, you know, the military usage mm. over the last, you know, 10 or so years. Wow, it's just amazing. And, and this year, the, the big boat race again will be supporting Solus uh, in December. Yeah, absolutely. That's always a great spectacle in the yeah, harbour, isn't it? You know, it definitely. always gets the, you know, <laughs> gets the blood pressure up and the heart racing, and there's a, a bit of testosterone out there, yeah. and away we go. And it's a, you know, especially the uh, the maxi boat crews as they sharpen up their knives before uh, one before o'clock on Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching last year. I was actually on Steel Point watching when um, Perpetual Loyal's Code Zero blew up. So that was a very entertaining race last year. But this year, um, there's there's definitely a few other boats that are in the mix, like Patrice and. And Blackjack's got their 70s, so, yeah. Yeah, no, the scene, on. no, I mean, the ocean racing scene at the sort of, you know, in the bigger races is really, you know, going very well. I mean, mm. it's, uh, you know, so it's great to see. Um, I think, um, you know, the, the maxi boat scene at, um, you know, on Boxing Day yeah. is, is going to be fascinating, Just depending on who can get to the line in time. And obviously mm. there's a few boats doing, you know, big modifications or new builds. So, you know, the, they're probably under the pumps right now trying yeah, to get already. ready. For, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so hopefully they all make it and we'll uh, have just, you know, the biggest lineup of maxi boats, you know, the world has ever seen that once again. That would be so good. I can't wait for that race, that's for sure. And, and I, hopefully I'll be here at the CYC on the morning of the, the Hobart. But after this race, the Sydney Gold Coast race, you'll be heading up to Airlie Beach. Yeah, or are so you doing Brisbane Keppel as well? We're going to do Keppel and wow. then Airlie Beach, and then we're going to come back and do um, just a little, um, just fine down the bulb, just mill it down a little mm -hmm. bit um, after the modifications. Sure. And then straight into sort of race number two of the Blue Water Point score. How so. brilliant. And will we see Zyke up on the mainsail again today? Uh, no, we don't have a Zyke <laughs> logo. We, we're, we're all wearing Zyke gear and we're all 
fully zyked up. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Um, no, the new gear is really, really good. Awesome. And, and it's great to see a lot of people supporting, you know, the only Australian company that really is Definitely. in sort of wet weather gear and dinghies and everything in between. Yeah, oh. well, I've got, I've got my offshore jacket just here. It's, it's actually over my chair. And I've got my little hat over here too because I thought it might be sunny. See, look, I... Um, I was optimistic. <laughs> no, a, li- a little bit too optimistic, Nick. But yeah, Maybe you know, it's my fault. <laughs> good to see you fully zyked up as well. Oh, yeah, always. I'm always zyked up. I'm a good girl. But um, I'm looking forward maybe to seeing you up at Early. Yeah, that would be great. You should come for a sail with us, you know. That would be amazing. Yeah, so I, I, I love Early Beach. I mean, I'm sort of yeah. half a local there. Oh, awesome. You know, I've got a little holiday house there, oh, and I just perfect. love going up there and... You know, it's not um, as much as I love Sydney. It's nice to get out of Sydney every once in a while, and you know, Early Beach is just so relaxing. You know, mm. it's a it's a nice balance of life, I think. Yeah, no, it's gorgeous up there. I really love it. But I guess that's what the uh, Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race is good for, hey? Heading north. <laughs> Absolutely, we've had just about enough of winter, so um, I think it's still going to be pretty cold at night time, so oh, um, let's, let's get north quickly. <laughs> that sounds really, really good. Well, it's lovely for you to, to call in, because I know you're a very very busy man, but I um, hope you have a fantastic race, and hopefully I will catch touch base with you up at early. That would be amazing. No, I definitely look forward to it, Nick, and uh, no, thanks for all your support and, oh, no worries. and, and, and uh, getting behind sailing and publicising it like you do. Oh, you're amazing. No, it's, I, I love it. I love this sport. Um, um, and I, I wouldn't have it any other way, that's for sure. <laughs> this is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, signing off with Matt Allen, but we'll be right back after this break for more. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl for Sunset Radio, here at the CYCA, the Cruising Yacht Club of Australia, in Rushcutters Bay in Sydney. For those who may not know, it is a hive of activity this morning for the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race. Very, very exciting. One of the warm-up races for the Sydney Hobart. So uh, maybe not as well known to the general public, but the Sydney Gold Coast race is just as important for every other sailor here because it is a chance for them to start warming up for the Blue Water Point score series which does lead all the way through to the Hobart. We've spoken to some key players today including Michael Coxon who's the sailing manager or the sailing master on board Perpetual Loyal. We've also spoken to Mark Bradford who's the skipper of Blackjack Yachting from Queensland. Awesome to chat to them. We just spoke with Matt Allen who is a former Commodore of the CYCA but he's also the chairman of the Solus Foundation uh, which is very, very tightly involved with a lot of safety around Australia. Not just in yachting but in many other things and uh, and basically they have take donations which are then redistributed to organisations which can help with safety around the country which is awesome to hear about. We also spoke to Callum Cecil who was sailing in the pit on Victoire, the winner on IRC for last year's Sydney to Hobart and we've heard from a number of other people. I'm starting to lose track because we're bringing you all of the action uh, right here on Sunset Radio. Dennis also part of the race committee, he's told us about how tricky it might be and hopefully we'll touch base shortly with uh, um, one of my weather friends at the Bureau just to have a little bit of an update on what's happening up the coast. It is sounding like a very split strategy, whether you stay inshore or whether you head offshore, it will be very, very interesting to see what happens but I am pleased to report that when I came down first thing to the CYCA, I was here at six o'clock this morning. I know, I uh, hope you guys were all in bed. It was absolutely pouring with rain. But as the day has progressed, we can now see almost 10 knots of uh, northerly just filling in across the harbour there, which will probably flick around to the west and we will see the boats head out of the harbour, probably on a reach. It, we, we were thinking it was going to be a bit of a struggle for them to get out, but with an outgoing tide and this little westerly that's filling in, they should be out of the harbour in no time. 
I will be broadcasting right through until 11.30 when uh, we'll, we'll have a little bit of a break, probably half an hour, and then I'll come to you from out on the water and I will commentate the start so you can you can hear just what's happening along with the pictures that will be provided on the CYCA website and also the news. But uh, we'll, we'll try to bring it to you as it happens here on Sunset Radio. So make sure you spread the word. Stacks of interviews here this morning and uh, and also heading right through to the start. So uh, bringing you all of the action. I might go to another little tune and then we will come back with an interview with Rico from uh, Wild Oats. Awesome to hear about some of the modifications that they've got going and, and, and a little bit funny actually because I, I misunderstood what he was saying when I did the interview just post-briefing. Uh, so um, stay tuned for that one. Uh, at least you can have a little bit of a giggle at my expense. Uh, that's what it's all about, right? <laughs> uh, my name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and this is Sunset Radio at the CYCA. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl for Sunset Radio here live at the Cruising Yacht Club of Australia, the CYCA for the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Yacht Race. And I can see one of the boats heading out now with the marks on it. It's just making a little bit of a toot. You would have heard that, guys, heading out to uh, start getting sorted for the start, which is pretty exciting here. We are uh, counting down now. It's, uh, oh, what, 20 minutes, two hours and 20 minutes to the start. So not long to go and only about 50 minutes left for my broadcast before I head out to uh, restart and uh, and cover the start for you out there on the harbour. And the breeze is filling in very nicely. We've got a little 10 knot or so westerly happening now, which is awesome to see. And some wind in amongst the moorings even, which is even better to see. Very glassy as you get further back towards uh, the, 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 the land at Rushcutters Bay. But uh, looking good a little bit further out wide. Now, I did say before the break that I would play for you this interview that I did with Rico. Uh, earlier, Rico is, uh, of course, the skipper of the Wild Oats 11 that you may know as uh, winning the Hobart a number of times. They've done a really good job and they are the benchmark. A, a few people that I've interviewed this morning have spoken about them being the benchmark with Ian Murray in the Sailing Master sort of strategy position, similar to Michael Coxon, who we spoke to earlier. Uh, they're they're uh, best of mates, but also best of rivals when they're out there on the water. So uh, here, have a little bit of a listen. Oh, and another toot. From the <laughs> from the rates committee as they head out of the, uh, the the dock here, and I can see a few boats are actually uh, heading off now as well. We've got a few of the first forties heading out, which looks good. A few of the little boats having a bit of a warm up. They'll start to do their sail pass and the like. So uh, here we go. We're going to go to this interview with Rico. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and we have. Uh Mr. Rico here on the veranda with me. How are you going this morning? Going well, apart from the rain. <laughs> yeah, it looks very dreary. I think we're just staying out of the weather. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure, but it's uh, hopefully it'll clear by the start time and, um, yeah, it won't be too bad. Indeed. Now, I have a question for you. You're on Wild Oats. You're steering once again. How many Sydney Gold Coast races have you done? I've lost count, so I actually can't answer that one for you. Yeah, I didn't think you'd be able to. There's a, there's a few people who haven't been able to answer that question. Coco's one of them. Uh, but you're heading north, and hopefully the weather will get a little bit better as, you, as, you, as you're going. But we just had the weather briefing, and it actually sounds a little bit better wind-wise than I was thinking. Yeah, no, it should be a, good, it should be a really enjoyable sail. There's going to be breeze, and it's going to be a spinnaker run for the whole fleet pretty well, and, uh, which are ideal conditions for wild oats and um, perpetual law. So we should have a good ding-dong out there with the 200-footers. But... Um, now, we love this race. We love sailing up to uh, the Gold Coast and um, looking forward to a nice cold ale at Southport Yacht Club. <laughs> I bet you are. I bet you are. Because it, it could be a little bit of a long one, especially getting out of the harbour today, Rico. Yeah, it could be. It, it's hard to know. With this sort of you know, weather pattern and all the rain clouds, it, there could be no wind for quite a while. I mean, the good news is it's a, an outgoing tide, so 
We'll be out there with the tide at some stage. <laughs> at least it'll suck you out the heads. That's yeah. that's a good call. Now, I just spoke to Coco and he said that Loyal has lightened the load by two tonnes. Uh, do you think that might make for a bit more of a match in the light weather? Because they haven't been as strong. Yeah, no, look, it's certainly going to help them. There's no question about that. And, uh, you know, Wild Oats is sporting a new bow on, 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 on this, uh, in this race for the first time. So um, that's pretty exciting for us. And, wow. um you know, both boats have had some modifications and it's, you know, all in the ultimate goal to beat each other at the end of the year. So it's uh, always a good telltale, this race, to see how we're all tracking along. How you're all lining up. Now, the, the end of the year, so you, are you testing out this, this Bowman for the end of the year? And, and uh, who is that? No, it's a new bow. Oh, a new bow. Yeah, actually, a new bow on the boat. Wow. So we've done a, f- a few modifications at the front end and just made it a bit more streamlined, which is really, uh, really, you know, going to help the... Um, Far out. Yeah, just help the downwind performance and just less drag, and we're, we're really excited about it. So, Yeah, no worries. No, that's awesome to hear. So sh- so she's been out for a while, and how long did those mods take? Um, look, she just went back in the water last uh, Tuesday, so okay. you know, it, it's all fresh and new stuff. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely give it a good test. And um, and did you get much training in then if she's only just been put back in? Yeah, look, we had we had you know, Wednesday and Thursdays. You're and, a busy um, man. <laughs> yeah, so we've had two days in the water, and... Uh, but it is one great thing about the Wild Oats team, you know, we come together and it all just sort of happens and the boys have done a wonderful job preparing the boat, so it should be good, hopefully. That's brilliant. Now, that's awesome to hear. I'll let you go because your phone hasn't stopped ringing. It looks like Ian Murray sent you about three messages. <laughs> so I'll let you get going, but all the best, Rico. Wonderful, and thanks. And I'll, I'll be watching you on the tracker. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl for the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Race, signing off with Rico, and uh, we'll be right back after this break. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the CYCA. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and I'm uh, broadcasting live today for the Sydney Gold Coast, the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Yacht Race. And on the line, we have one of my really good mates, Ken Batt, who's a senior meteorologist at the Bureau of Meteorology. How are you going, Ken? Hi, Nick. How are you? I'm going very well. I'm so happy you could join me this morning. Oh, it's a pleasure, as usual. As usual, no. It, and I, under your new banner too. Yes. Sunset Radio. Indeed. Fantastic, eh? Yeah, no, I'm so happy to have my own station now. <laughs> well done. Yeah, I've been following you on Facebook, so. Oh, thanks <laughs> so much, Ken. Yeah, well, I'm here. It's so good because I can be here on the balcony at the CYCA just eyeballing all the sailors and telling them to get up well, here and have a chat with me. <laughs> keep sitting here in the office at Canberra. Oh, I know. It must be a bit chilly down there, hey? Oh, yeah, we got down to... Minus 0.7 and currently sitting on 7.5 degrees. So oh, goodness. Just the low clouds, a bit sluggish. So hopefully it's going to go and leave us, you know, we might get a little bit of sunshine before we clag in again. So. That would be brilliant. But, but yeah, we've got no sunshine up here, but it looks like it's just gone southerly, which is nice because that's what it's meant to be doing. Um, but yeah, I thought I'd touch base with you because it sounds like this race is going to very much depend on, on the weather. It's sounding very tricky. Indeed, yeah, like there's a trough, um, a weakish trough uh, expected to move through during the afternoon mm. uh, from essentially the uh, southwest and head up toward the north and northeast. So um, ahead of that, uh, light um, north northeasterlies, which will go around to the west southwest and, uh, and, and freshen. So mm. uh, it, it should uh, get up to 15, 20, 25 knots, pl- um, 2025, particularly uh, well off the coast. Wow. Um, in, in close to the coast, uh, conditions would be a little bit lighter, particularly uh, during the wee hours mm. of, um, of tomorrow morning. Uh, so it seems to be more pressure up offshore. 
Yeah. Uh, but then um, the big catch is that uh, conditions, well, the wind will go, is expected to go southerly and uh, and ease, go southeast and then fizzle out as a high-pressure cell sort of moves in over the central parts of the or central part of the race course uh, late Sunday into early Monday. Far out. <laughs> and then so winds will become quite variable over central parts. So those in, in the south will sort of have um, uh, still basic, uh, I suppose, south, uh, somewhere between southwest, southeast, but light. Mm-hmm. In the middle there, sort of land, uh, weak sea breezes during the day and uh, land breezes at night, and those base to the north will have sort of some, uh, what will they get, some sort of uh, weak southeast eastly. Yeah, but so then the... that all fizzles out. Yeah. Um, and over Monday, the flow comes out of the north so Oof. north of uh, say Woolai, yeah, and um, and uh, those over the uh, and sort of south of um, I suppose Coffs Harbour, uh, the wind starts to come away from the west. Goodness! So um, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bag. It's uh, it's going to be a really uh, complicated race. So the big boats should sort of get up there on on the uh, southwest, southerly, southeastly flow. Mm. And then the smaller boats get caught in the middle. The gate closes for a while, and then the winds start to sort of um, you know, start to freshen, depending where they are, out of the west or out of the north. So at least they get some pressure to get home on. But yeah. it's going to be uh, quite a longish race for smaller boats, so, I would um, imagine. So we can predict that IRC might go to uh, one of the, the the maxis then potentially. At this stage, yeah, that's what it's looking like. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, that's really interesting. Have you done a, a Sydney Gold Coast race, Ken? Oh, years ago, Nick. Yeah. Uh, I have trouble on boats now because I got <laughs> knee, I got knee, back, and neck problems. So I'm more a spectator these days. <laughs> but the last time I did a Southport race, Jim, oh, I think it was, I can't even remember the boat <laughs> I was on. But so we had a great time. It's a great race. Yeah. Um, I've never yeah, done. I've a, never done one. So um, you've done more than me. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose in total, I've done at least half a dozen races north. Yeah. And, uh, it's a quite a tactical race because you've got the ocean current to consider as well as the wind. And, and normally, the smaller boats particularly mm. um, normally stay in close out of uh, any adverse ocean current, which normally sets south. Yeah. But the bigger boats, you know, they can go off um, out uh, chasing more wind pressure and, and the current seems not to upset them as much as uh, the smaller boats. So... Yeah, once you're driven in close to the coast, then you sort of just got to put up with what's thrown at you. Yep. Uh, you know, lightish <laughs> land breezes overnight, that sort of stuff. So, yeah, a very tactical race. Um, yep. And it can get quite so as you get north, it costs up through the solitaries. And uh, yeah, the solitary islands are always um, uh, voodoo country for me, particularly as a navigator, particularly mm. when, you know, that tactician um, skipper wanted to sort of go in in inside the solitary islands in close to the beach with you know <laughs> a lot of uncharted territory in yeah, there, which is a navigator's too. nightmare but, uh, <laughs> anyway well i'm sure i'm sure all these boats here are, are ramped up and ready to go especially now that the rain stopped I'm, I'm, i'd be really excited yeah. if I was them. <laughs> yeah there's an upper trough that uh they're slowly going through there and uh carting that rain through so there'll be the odd little shower around us so there's um oh yeah, a few little showers on, on, on the radar, but um, 
yeah, it should get a little better there. So, uh, awesome. All should be good. It's just the wind. Indeed it is. But there is a little bit of breeze now, but always great to hear from you, Ken. You are my weather guru. And <laughs> oh, thank you, Nick. I, I do love having you. all the very you. best for your new station. And, oh, thank uh, you yeah, so much. I hope we talk again soon. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Well, I'm heading up to Early and Hamo and, um, and hopefully doing Hobart as well. So we'll definitely have to touch base. Indeed. I keep, Indeed. I keep you on speed dial. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, and I wish the boat's heading north. Um, um, fair winds and Godspeed, eh? Oh, you're the a legend. Way it goes. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. All that- the best. Thank you, Ken. That was Ken Batt, a senior meteorologist at the Bureau of Meteorology. He's, he's down in Canberra. Always great to touch base with him. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll come right back after this break for more from the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Yacht Race, direct from the CYCA. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and uh, great to have you all listening. I'm here live at the CYCA, the Cruising Yacht Club of Australia, for the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Race. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and sitting next to me, I have Albie Pratt. Albie, how are you going? Good, thanks, Nick. Good. Nice to see you. Nice to be here. Yay. And um, the rain's cleared up. I did that just for you. Perfect. <laughs> Ready to very head north. There. Yeah, it was a bit damp. I, I, I was, I've been telling everybody that I think it was very smart of everyone to just roll out of bed, put their wet weather gear on. <laughs> certainly you, got all mine you certainly sure. got yours awesome now you're heading north on Ichiban we just had a bit of a chat to Matt Allen but I thought I'd touch base with you anyway because you're a trimmer on board yep hopefully it'll be um, hopefully it'll be a good race for us done some mods to the boat yeah. over since Hobart so uh, it's going to be downwind and everything we've done is gearing the boat up for downwind and the forecast is hopefully looking good for us. Yeah, so. should be, and it should be fun for a trimmer as well. <laughs> yeah, be lots going on. Yeah, plenty of time on the spinnaker sheet. No doubt about that. How long have you been sailing on Ichiban for, Albie? Uh, just in the last six months, since the lead up to the Hobart and with this new boat with Matt, and I've done a bit Certainly. before on the on these other boats, but yeah. this is the first time I've sailed with him for any length of time. Excellent. So yeah, it's exciting. It's a good campaign. He puts together a good team. Yeah, he um he mentioned that he he likes his team and he's hoping that you guys will go forward all the way through to Hobart this year. And are, are you planning to stay on board? Um, I'll be on and off a bit. Yeah. But, um, between myself and uh, Billy Sykes is going to fill in for me a bit. Oh, cool. Between the two of us, we we'll, should be able to cover it. Yeah, sure. Because being a trimmer, you're, you're looking at those sales often because I know that you're, um, you're, you're helping them out, aren't you? Yeah, so I coordinated, co- coordinated um, the sale program for Matt's boat mm. and um, getting the design all sorted and that and the ongoing development of the sales. Yeah. And, um, and, and is, it com- is it a complicated process when you're constantly, um, you know, refitting and, and re-looking? And I mean, I guess a new boat as well, getting everything sorted. It is, because we've made some big changes to the actual trim of the boat, mm-hmm. which all impact on the sails. And we've changed some sail sizes and made some bigger, made some smaller. And then um, we don't really know how it's going to go upwind with the, in the lighter configuration. Yeah. But I think downwind, it's definitely going to be a big improvement. Awesome. So this race is looking good then. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, Matt mentioned that you've moved the keel back as well. When you do that and you're moving the centre of effort, does that change? I mean, that might change how the sails are working as well. Uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm. And hopefully the boat, I mean, for us, it was a bit more of a control thing as well. Okay. So that's going to be the biggest difference. But upwind um, is really going to impact the sails. So awesome. Unfortunately, we're not going to see anything, or fortunately, we're not going to see too much <laughs> at this race. Yeah, no, that'll be good. Um, but um, how, I'm asking everybody today, Albie, how many Sydney Gold Coast races have you done? I think this is about my 15th. Really? Yeah, I remember doing the very first one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. In um, 80. 
86. Six, I think. Yep. Yeah, I've got yep. it here in my bit of paper. Yep. See, 86. <laughs> awesome. You know, do you know you're the first person to be able to answer how many? Yeah, oh, really? Really, That's really. It's been really interesting. Everybody seems to know exactly how many Hobarts they've done, but keeping track of the, the Sydney Gold Coast race, uh, races that you've ticked off your list is not... It doesn't seem to be as high on the priority. I don't know. It's still a good race. It's a great race. Yeah. yeah. What do you like about the race? It's getting warmer as you're going <laughs> north. <laughs> has to be better. Yeah. I Seriously, when you head out the heads for a Hobart and all you know is that you're just going to get wetter, it can't be good when you start out wet. Whereas here, at least you're heading north. Yeah, we're getting, hopefully we'll be getting drier. So <laughs> getting makes a nice change. <laughs> that seems funny to me, you know, heading off on an offshore, the fact that you can actually get drier. Yeah. That doesn't make sense in my mind. Well, it's still going to be wet, but at least it's going to be warm wet rather than cold wet. Awesome. Moldy wet. Sounds yeah. great. Oh, well, that's amazing. Well, I might let you go because I know you've got plenty on and we're, we're on the countdown now. It's, um, it's just after 11 o'clock, so only... Um, Half an hour to go until I um, start getting ready to head out on the water. When are you guys leaving the dock? Uh, 11.30, I believe. I see some boats leaving already. So Same as me, yeah. And um, and the race committee are gone. They gave a nice little honk as they headed out. It yep. was good. Picked it up on the broadcast. But great to chat to you, Albie. And hopefully we'll, um, we'll, we'll catch you very soon. Thanks, Nick. No worries at all. It was Albie Pratt. He's from North Sales and he's the trimmer on... Itchy Barn, oh, great to t- chat to two people from that boat. And I think we've covered nearly all the, all the, all the spots now. We've done Trim, we've done Pit, we've done Skipper. I, I need someone from the bow. Let's see if we can get someone from the bow. No one from the bow want to talk to me. We'll be right back after this break. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Cruising Your Club of Australia. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and I'm live from the balcony looking out over the moorings here. There are a few boats heading out of their pens, getting ready for the 1pm start for the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Yacht Race. Fantastic to be here and fantastic to touch base with some awesome sailors today. I will see if I can do a bit of a mashup in the break of the next song. But we've heard about how tricky the weather's going to be, not only from the skippers, but also from the senior meteorologist, Ken Batt, from the Bureau of Meteorology. Awesome to touch base with him as as, as always, I, uh, I really like hearing from him. He, uh, he's a sailor as well, so he knows how to explain it, and he's done most of these races. So uh, we, will be touch base, we will be touching base with him in future broadcasts too, but it's been great uh, for the Cruising Yacht Club to have me here. Uh, always, always good to follow the sport and to, and to lift it as, as best we can because it it's not always given the best, best coverage, but uh, it, it, it is a bit of an adventure sport, and that's why I love it. But, uh, but you know... We, we just do what we can. But uh, as I said, in the next break, I will play, um, I will play a few of mashups from, uh, th- from the interviews that we've done this morning. We've spoken to the skipper of Wild Oats. We've spoken to the sailing master and tactician on Perpetual Loyal. We've spoken to the skipper and owner of Itchy Barn. They're the three big players, as well as Blackjack, the skipper from Blackjack, and, uh, and, and as well as a number of smaller boats as well. What I might do now is, is take this opportunity to play for you an interview that I did with the only South Australian entry in the race this year. Um, I did this interview yesterday. They didn't have time this morning. The smaller boats have to head off first, uh, generally just to get in the queue, because they will have to do their sail past with their safety sails up. For those who don't know, uh, you do have to sail past the race committee with your sail uh, safety or your storm sails hoisted so that they can see that you do have them on board so um, there is a little bit of preparation that still has to go in for these guys while they're out on the water but let's have a little bit of a listen to this interview that I did with Siobhan Bruland one of the co-owners of, uh, of Concubine Yachting uh, of Beneteau First. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and I'm actually sitting on board the concubine, a Beneteau, with 
the owner, well, part of the ownership team, Siobhan. Co-owner. Co-owner, we'll go with it. Chev, how are you going? Good, thanks. Nick, how are you? I'm very, very good. It's nice to have you up here because you have come all the way up from South Australia. Yeah, no, it's, it's a bit of a hike for us, but we um, we decided to bring the boat from Adelaide to Sydney to do the Sydney to Gold Coast Yacht Race, so we're yeah. really excited about that. That is awesome. And you are the only South Australian entry, but you've also never done this race before. No, that's right. Um, we, we've decided to do this race um, for several reasons. First of all, we've never, never done it before and it's got yeah. a reputation as being a really interesting, fun race to do. Mm-hmm. Um, heading north is always good too, where it gets a bit warmer. Yeah. And uh, also for us, uh, the big, a big part of us wanting to do it, it was as a training race for the Sydney to Hobart at the end of this oh, year. wow. So you are going to do Sydney to Hobart. Yeah. So the, the plan is that we do this race, uh, get this one under our belt as, as a practice run and yeah. then um, take the boat back to Adelaide and then come back to Sydney at the end of the year to do the Sydney to Hobart. Wow, and getting comfortable with the CYCA and your surroundings. Yes. How are you liking it? Oh, it's fabulous. No, it's, it's a great club and um, you know, I've, I've been here before to sail on, on other boats, yeah. but never, never in my own boat. So <laughs> for, for me and for my husband, Jason Ward, it's, it's, a, it's a first for us in our own boat and we've had to go through the process of submitting all the paperwork and uh, we actually uh, ticked off for Category 1 racing, which is great, not just the Category 2 required yeah. for this race. So we feel like we're a step ahead for preparing for the end of the year. Excellent. And yeah. I guess that's what it's all about. It's funny when, when you say that you've come all this way just for a preparation race, but when you're talking about Hobart, you do have to do big things like that sometimes. Definitely, because in South Australia, our offshore series, the longest race that we do in that is 200 nautical miles. Mm. So it's, you know, it's a longish race, but it's nothing like a Sydney to Hobart. And so for us doing this one, which is 380 odd nautical miles, it's a big step up for us in terms of length. And, and as I said, really great preparation for the, you know, an even longer one. Indeed, not just for the boat, but also for the team, because you do have a really tightly knit team yeah. how's the team going really great no we've, we've tried to keep our team as local as possible to south australia mm. um we have uh nine south australians on board and one queenslander and the queenslander is um kevin coston who comes to us <laughs> to bring some uh local knowledge i suppose about the new south wales queensland coast awesome and to bring some experience to the crew as well uh but the rest of our team are south australians one of them now lives in perth but he's you know he's only been there for 12 months so he's a south so he's Australian still a local yeah. yeah that's right <laughs> awesome yeah and we have a fairly young team uh, uh, we, you know, we've only had the boat for less than two years. Wow! Uh, and we, we brought in some 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 young keen sailors who are, who are developing as offshore sailors. So, yeah, it, a part of it is actually getting ourselves into the watch system and mm. um, learning how we operate as a team under under the conditions of a longer offshore race. Yeah, because it gets harder every day that you're out there. But um, but also, I think concubine yachting is also a team. It's got that team focus as well, not just with the Beneteau, but onto the Melges as well because you have had a Melders for a little while. Absolutely, yeah. No, so we have a, a second concubine, called, uh, yeah. which is the Melders 24, and we've campaigned that for the last probably year and a half, two years, wow. uh, which is great fun. So we've got the sports boat that we can kind of throw around and have a bit of fun in, and then and then the bigger boat for the, the more offshore stuff. And we do transfer people between the two teams. Um, our, one of our key crew, Jason Clark, who's navigating for us in this race, is also a key member of our Melders 24 team. Mm-hmm. But of course, with the Melders 24, there's the weight limit, and mm. we sail five up on that. So we have to choose people for that team, which are, are perhaps slightly smaller, more um, uh, compact type people yeah. to, to fit within the weight limit 
And then the other thing that's been really great about the Melges 24 fleet is that we've been able to recruit sailors from other Melges boats <laughs> that we norm whom we normally sail against actually sail with us on this boat as part of this bigger team. That's so amazing. It's, yeah, it's a really great community that we've been able to um, draw on to, yeah. to field crew for this boat. And, and, as, and create that tight-knit team and people who want to go forward with you as well. I mean, because people in South Australia may not have the opportunity to come and do a Gold Coast race or to do a Hobart. Yeah, definitely. No, so we, and as you said, we're the only South Australian boat doing this mm. race this year. Other boats have done it in the past and there are a few South Australian sailors on um, on Primitive Call, mm -hmm. the old secret oh, men's wow. business. So yeah. there's a few people around, but this year we're the only boat that's, that's made the trip. And because mm -hmm. it, it is such a big commitment to come to bring the boat over from, from Adelaide, um, then it, I guess it is an opportunity that not many people might get in Adelaide. Yeah. And for the for the um, for the Melges sailors, it's great because they know that our program on this boat is never going to clash. <laughs> never going to clash. The Melges exactly. So for them, it, it, it works. Yeah, totally. Now, yeah. for those who may not know well, because I, I do get a few international listeners, how long does it take to deliver the boat from Adelaide around to Sydney? It's about 1,000 nautical miles, mm. so it can take around a week. Yeah. Uh, the conditions they had coming over here uh, a week or two ago were really great. They did a lot of running mm. uh, and fairly strong winds from behind. So they did it in about six days, but that included a one-day stopover in Portland. So they only had five days of sailing, but that was probably an unusually fast delivery. Yeah. Normally need to allow about a week. A week, yes. yeah. So when we're talking about the commitment that you guys have put in to come over here and do this race, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and then, of course, getting back from the Gulf Coast <laughs> takes yeah. even longer, and you're going against the prevailing winds. Oh. So the trip back is often a little bit uh, longer and involves more stops along the way. Basically um, halfway around the country. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's a shame you can't leave her here until the Hobart. It, it has been done in the past, and we may consider doing that in the future. But for this year, we're taking her back to Adelaide to do yeah. a couple of our local offshore races in um, October and November Perfect. before bringing the boat back here in December. With the knowledge that you've already got that Cat 1 under your belt, that's fantastic. Absolutely. Now, Chev, Concubine Yachting is a first 40, and in, in the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Yacht Race, there's quite a little mini fleet happening, so that could make another element of excitement for you. Yeah, that's right. It's it's great to have other identical for all, mm. all specific, you know, for all intensive purposes. Yeah. Uh, it's great to have identical boats to race against. So we have a little one design fleet almost going on in, in the bigger fleet. Um, so Concubine is ourselves. Then there's Flying Cloud, Aerial, Not a Diamond, and Close Hauled. Wow. So there's five of us, and you know, hopefully we'll all be able to stay fairly close and have some tight racing. That's exciting. It makes it exciting for the spectators too, because we, you don't always understand what's happening with the ratings when you're looking on the trackers, but when you can follow boats that are similar. Yeah. Then so that's for friends really of cool. ours who don't really understand yachting and the handicap system, it's mm. nice to be able to say to them, you know, follow this group of five because we'll be racing yeah. first across the line and not having to worry about the handicaps. Yeah, yeah. For, for sure. That's awesome. Yes. Awesome. Well, all the best to you. We'll be following uh, on the tracker and keeping everybody posted on how you're going. Thank you. Yeah. Hopefully we'll catch up with you soon. Excellent. Thanks, Nick. No worries at all. That was Siobhan Brillen. She is the co-owner of Concubine Yachting. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl for the CYCA Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Race and awesome to catch up with Concubine Racing, one of the first 40s that's racing in, in this year's race. We'll be right back after this break. <laughs> here at the CYCA for the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race. The wind's just dropped again. <laughs> I was getting a bit excited maybe about the wind building.
But yes, it's going to be a very, very tricky race for the 55 boats involved in this year's edition. We've had the chance to touch base with some fantastic guests today. Only 10 minutes to go until I'll be having a little bit of a break, half an hour to pack up and get myself out on the water so that I can come to you live from the water to let you know about everything that's happening during the start and and hopefully out to the heads. As far as my eyes can see anyway, I'll be keeping you posted. So long as you can stand the sound of my voice, that is. But I will play some tunes in between in the lead up to uh, to the actual start itself and then we'll cover the start. So, uh, yeah, great to have you all with me. I think we've we've exceeded about 200 listeners, which is just awesome. Thank you, everybody, uh, for sharing the word as well. It's um, no ads, just adventures here on Sunset Radio. That's the, the coolest thing is that uh, we just talk about stories all day long. But uh, just to, to recap for those who have just joined us, this is the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race. Uh, it's held out of the Cruising Yacht Club of Australia, heading north up to Southport Yacht Club, 384 nautical miles. And as most of the guests today have said, it's a bit of a, a nice one because you are heading north and it is getting warmer all the time. And I'm just going to interrupt myself because I can see a navy blue boat heading out of the marina and I have a thing for navy blue boats and I'm just going to have a little bit of a stare. Um, it's a bit of boat porn here this morning, I've got to say. There's plenty of maxis. Anyway, back to the point. The, the most boats that there have been were in 1997. There were 86 boats. That's the record fleet there have been um, for those 384 nautical miles. And the race did kick off back in 1986. We heard from Albie Pratt just before. He actually did the first race and he can remember all of those races as, as he's gone through, um, which is just fantastic. He was the first person to be able to tell me how many races he's done because it isn't really as high on the, on the priority list as the Sydney to Hobart races it seems to be uh, a little bit higher on, on the list but that's why everybody's doing this race today guys because they are prepping they are getting ready for the Blue Water Point Score series leading all the way through to the Hobart and this Hobart is going to be a huge one there are a lot of boats that are doing modifications there are a lot of boats that are being built and are under the pump to get organized as we heard from Matt Allen um, you know Ichiban's done mods for this race to have a bit of a test so has Loyal so has Wild Oats so it's really going to be interesting to see what happens not only with the speed of the boats but also to see whether they stick close to the shore whether they head offshore whether they can catch those troughs in the right places to um to to give them a little bit of a hop skip and a jump up the coast to hopefully not uh, not take too long but it is looking if you did hear from Ken Bad, the senior meteorologist from the Bureau of Meteorology that we spoke to just before, it's sounding like it is going to be an IRC win for one of the bigger boats because the, the littler boats might be left behind. So well, it'll be interesting to see how that race unfolds. We're going to go to a little break and we'll come back hopefully with a wrap from this morning and then um, I'll be heading out onto the water and uh, I'll keep you posted from out there. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl and this is the CYCA's broadcast of the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race. Uh, loving being here and um, and thanks guys once again for joining in uh, it wouldn't be the same without you that's for sure welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the Land Rover Sydney to Gold Coast coverage from the CYCA for Sunset Radio my name's Nick Douglas Adventures of a Sailor Girl and I'm here just cruising, enjoying my own adventure, catching up to a stack of people this morning, which has just been fantastic. I'm just going to take a, an opportunity to play for you uh, some of the, the highlights, I guess. Um, we've, we've had a few uh, awesome guests on this morning, and I can't really sum them all up except to, um, to, to play for you 
um, a little bit of a summary once once it's once it's finished processing there. But um, yeah, awesome to see the 55 boats here getting prepped. Definitely, definitely starting to head out and about and and get sorted and have a look at this light weather that's uh, happening out on the harbour. But uh, I mean, it, it's going to be brilliant nonetheless. It's always great to see these yachts line up against one another and to have a bit of a battle. I mean, w- I mean, what's better? That's why we all do the racing, right? To have a bit of a battle against each other and um, and and to and to see what's going to happen leading into the rest of the year because it is all about the Hobart. I think um, a number of key players have said that here today that you know it, it's not necessarily about this race though it is a really important race because it is the one where people first start to line up and test themselves out for that for that amazing race which is the heart which is the Hobart so um, yeah really really great to um, to be a part of this broadcast that's for sure. I'm just going to see if I can play this for you. I've just got a bit of a mashup of my interview with Michael Coxon, who is the sailing master on board of Loyal, uh, Perpetual Loyal, and also um, Rico, who's the skipper of uh, of Wild Oats Eleven. Let's let's have a little bit of a listen to these guys. Um, you know, two of the big key players because everybody is always watching Perpetual Loyal and um, and also Wild Oats. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, still here at the CYCA. It is a bit of a dreary morning, but nevertheless, the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race is going to be an awesome start with 55 boats on the line. And I have here with me Michael Coxon from North Sales. How are you going, Coco? Very well. Thank you very much. And so, as you say, it doesn't look very inviting out there, but uh, <laughs> hopefully the wind will get up. Oh, it should. It should. Now, you're sailing on Perpetual Loyal today? Yes, I am. Uh, we've uh, had a team together. I've sailed with... Uh, Perpetual Loyal for uh, about four years now, wow. and um, you know it's a, it's a good team and mm. and a lot of fun and most importantly raised a lot of money for uh, charity for the it, children's hospital. It does. I heard during the week that there was uh, five hundred thousand over five hundred thousand raised. Which yeah, is uh, that's amazing. I, I, unfortunately, I had a commitment and couldn't attend the function, but uh, the boys said that there was over uh, half a million dollars raised for the children's hospitals. That's just amazing. Is just brilliant. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and I have uh, Mr. Rico here on the veranda with me. How are you going this morning? Going well, apart from the rain. <laughs> yeah, it looks very dreary. I think we're just staying out of the weather. Yeah. No, that's for sure, but it's uh, hopefully it'll clear by the start time, and um, yeah, it won't be too bad. Indeed. Now, I have a question for you. You're, you're on Wild Oats. You're steering her once again. How many Sydney Gold Coast races have you done? I've lost count. <laughs> so I actually can't answer that one. A new bow. Yeah, actually, new bow on the boat. Wow. So we've done a, f- a few modifications up the front end and just made it a bit more streamlined, which is really, uh, really, you know, going to help the. Um, Far out. Yeah, just help the downwind performance and just less drag, and we're, we're really excited about it. So. Yeah, no worries. No, that's awesome to hear. So, sh- so she's been out for a while, and how long did those mods take? Um, look, she just went back in the water last uh, Tuesday, so okay. you know, it, it's all fresh and new stuff. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely give it a good test. And um, and did you get much training in then? If she's only just been put back in? Yeah, look, we had we had you know, Wednesday and Thursdays. You're and, a busy um, man. <laughs> yeah, so we had two days in the water, and uh, but it is one great thing about the Wild Oats team. You know, we come together, and it all just sort of happens. And the boys have done a wonderful job preparing the boat, so it should be good, hopefully. That's brilliant. Now that's awesome to hear. I'll let you go because your phone hasn't stopped ringing. It looks like Ian Murray sent you about three messages. <laughs> so I'll let you get going. But all the best, Rico. Wonderful, and thanks. And I'll, I'll be watching you on the tracker. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl for the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast Race, signing off with Rico. And uh, we'll be right back after this break. Uh, indeed, we won't be back after this break because I'm just about to go and have a bit of a break myself. That was a recap of my interviews earlier this morning uh, with Rico, the skipper of 
Wild Oats 11 and also Michael Coxon from North Sales who is the uh, the sailing master and tactician on board Perpetual Loyal. They'll both be looking forward to get out there and see how their modifications go against one another. Uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll do a recap of all of those interviews and I'll put up a podcast very, very soon after the completion of the race uh, start today so that you guys can uh, have a little bit of a listen back because it's really interesting to hear about how everybody's preparing and using the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race as an opportunity to prepare for the big one at the end of the year, Sydney to Hobart, but uh, just amazing to hear about all of the stories. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining me. Come back in half an hour from about midday or, or aroundabouts. Keep an eye on Facebook, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, uh, and, and also just tune in www.sunsetradio.co and you'll be able to have a listen to what will be happening out on the water for the start. I've got to get my moving so that I don't miss my ride, and, um, and, and I'll catch you very, very soon. You're listening to Sunset Radio, the sailor's radio station.